I'm your host, Caitlin Menz, and this is Extending Olive Branches. Episode 5 is titled Infertility. I do want to have a trigger warning right here at the very start, but I also don't want you to turn this off because of fear of being triggered. So I feel I need to open us with a prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for the individual who is listening to this right now. Lord, I just ask that you protect their heart and mind over the next few minutes and that the only things they are able to hear are directly from your heart to theirs. I thank you for the courage and strength to walk through hard seasons. If this topic is a hard one for your daughter or son listening now, God, I just ask that you give them the discernment to listen or not to listen. Amen. This is never a topic I thought I would be doing a podcast over, but God, well, he had other plans. As I was preparing for this week, I had two full episodes ready to record, but neither of them felt right. So I just kept praying and asking the Lord what his will was in this decision. One by one, things were leading to this topic, and I would be lying if I told you I wasn't trying to run in the other direction. It's a hard topic. It's a weighty topic. And it's something I am smack dab in the middle of. So I didn't feel like it was the right time to be discussing it. Nor did I think I would ever be the right time. Not in this type of platform. Talk about vulnerable. So as I prayed and wrestled, the Lord began to minister to my heart over his intention. First, he said, table setter. I was incredibly confused by this statement, so I just prayed that he would reveal more to me about what that meant to him. He showed me that to him, that means I set the table for those around me. I move over and make room to invite others in with a warm smile. Usually with coffee or a treat, I open my arms, my heart, and my home and be the one he nudges me to be for others and that he does not take that lightly. He said, you've been in the places they are in and you offer them a safe place to take a deep breath and to freely be themselves. Excuse me while I wipe the tears away about that again, because wow, I love being a table setter. However, that's not something I thought I would say a few years ago. So what a joy it is to get that reminder from the one who matters most. Anyways, We will have more on being a table setter and a table seeker later on, but for now, I want to invite you in, arms, heart, and home wide open for you as you listen to this message today. Infertility. I'm sure that term is not new to you. Even if you personally have not walked through it, you likely know someone who has. This is my second time through, and my, what a roller coaster it has been. The first time was hard. The longing and ways my body just wouldn't cooperate were defeating at times. I didn't do a very good job of supporting those around me who were pregnant during that time. There were many tears, and there was so much grief, and I could barely pull myself out of the fog most days. But in all honesty, that time was easier in many ways than this time has been. The biggest difference this time is my genuine joy for others, even when it's hard for me, and the strength I greatly lacked before. Please don't get me wrong. The days are hard. There have been hundreds of appointments and sonograms and labs, thousands of tests with the answer no on them regularly, 
physical pains like never before. Tears, oh, there have been many tears. New doctors added, new treatments added, new waters to navigate through on this insane roller coaster, and then insert COVID-19. Before you become Judge Judy on me, you're right. What a bad time to be trying to have a baby. It is, you're exactly right. But it is the time my family is supposed to be walking through this journey. Also, I do have a precious two-year-old son. He's our greatest blessing and we are so thankful for him. However, that doesn't diminish the fact that we know our family is not complete. The longing is hard and the process is a lofty one. I did not understand before when I was walking through infertility the first time how the second time could be such a challenge, but I was naive to feel that way. It's all about perspective and grace. Walking this road, I am thankful to still be standing. I know how hard that can be on some days. Loss, treatments, just not even knowing what the next step in your process may be is grueling at times. I feel here like I'm supposed to say, if you know someone on any part of this journey, the best you can do is love and encourage them. It might have taken every ounce of strength for them to get out of bed this morning. Remind them they are strong. And from me to you, if you are on this journey, I want you to hear me boldly remind you just how strong you are. It truly is a gift some days to be asked how you're doing. Oftentimes, this journey feels incredibly lonely. Maybe the answer you give to such a loaded question will be the truth, word vomit if you will. Or maybe you won't mentally be in the place to give detail and that's okay too. You were reminded someone cares enough to check in and that matters. It especially matters on the days that it genuinely shocks you that the sun is still shining and people are driving along joyfully down the street as if nothing is wrong in the world. Yep, I went there. Because I know if you're on this journey, it can be incredibly easy to feel that way. Sweet friend, a heavy load of grief can be shared by talking about it. Isaiah 61.3 says, To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. Did you hear that? Beauty for ashes. I have this tattooed across my ribs. After walking through some great challenges in my life, this easily became one of my foundational scriptures. When we knew we wanted another baby, my doctors had given us a bit of a timeline due to some other health situations I deal with. I had already been wanting to have another baby for a while, and my husband had been hesitant because our son was still so small. He finally agreed right before my doctor gave us our timeline. It dawned on me as I had been preparing this podcast episode for you that the reason I was so desperately wanting to have a baby when I wanted to at the beginning was fear-led. I was afraid we would be walking this road yet again, still trusting God's plan, but it was laced with fear. I know so many people that get pregnant easily after they have successfully had a child, and I was so fearful that wouldn't be the case for me. That was a year ago, and I just made that realization this week. It's incredible in that year and all we have faced since then, how my heart, emotions, and longing have shifted. The fear no longer lingers, thankfully. 
I'm able to fully trust God and His plan for our family and future. In this season of longing, He has provided joy in the journey as well as grace for the grief. I didn't really talk about the true feelings for a while because I was afraid of the judgment. Hello, conviction. As I had so easily judged before when someone was trying to have their second child and struggled. I was afraid it would appear I wasn't trusting in God, which, like I said earlier, has never been the case. I was worried about the hurtful words that would be spoken to me, both intentionally and unintentionally. Not sure if emotionally, I wouldn't be too fragile to face them. But situation after situation, the Lord just kept inviting me into places of conversation about the very topic I wanted to talk about the very least. He's so good like that, you know. He reminded me that most of us are in a season of longing for something, some to marry, to be healed, for their children to stop wondering, financial situations, and of course, babies. Romans 12:15 says, "Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn." It's easy when you have a reason to rejoice to forget what it's like to mourn. And when you're mourning, It's hard to be around others that are rejoicing, much less rejoice with them. We have to know we will all face seasons. We will be on the rejoicing end and we will be on the mourning end. That is just reality. I will never forget finding out I was pregnant with my son. I was beyond ecstatic. But I knew many that could not have children, had been through loss, and were struggling at that very moment. I knew how announcing my pregnancy would affect them and the tears they would cry. I've been on both sides of those tears, and oh my goodness, it's so hard. But there is hope. I don't know what your outcome will be or mine just the same, but I do believe that is why I was nudged to talk about this topic today. I have always said my story is God's story. That is exactly what it is. A testimony of how God and His grace and love have shown up over and over and over again. It's important that we tell our stories. The sacred, transforming story of what God loves to do in a human heart cannot become void or lifeless. When Christ walked among us, He entrusted the gospel to plain old regular people. There's a song by Casting Crowns that says, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. That's me. That's what I want to be is that nobody as long as it points someone to him. So today, I needed to share some of my sorrow with you. Isaiah 41 says, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. God has very intentionally placed others along my path that have walked this journey. Although it's never the same story, the emotions and struggles are so familiar. These people God has used to help me heal. Words and love are able to stitch another back together when their heart is breaking. We can do this together. Like I said earlier, it takes all seasons to get through this thing called life. If you're in the midst of this season right now, from my heart, I want you to know these things. Like I said earlier, you are so strong. Please, sweet friend, do not allow this to steal every ounce of your joy. 
It's important, it's so important to pray for joy in the midst of this struggle. Know you are loved. You are not being punished. God is not a malicious God. You are not forgotten. Sometimes our paths just look different than others. He has a plan. I know it's hard to see that now, but I promise he does. You were never alone through this. God is always walking this journey with you. And just like the poem, Footprints in the Sand, he carries you when you cannot take another step. Love and blessings until we meet again.